0: Hey, Bridget, what you watching?
1: Oh, just my favorite show, Scam Slammers.
0: Scam Slammers, what's it about?
1: Okay, so every week on Scam Slammers, consumer advocate Brenda Hammer investigates frauds, malfeasance, ripoffs. When she finds a scam, she slams it.
2: These unfortunate motorists thought they were buying brand new tires, but they got scammed. Turns out these tires weren't made of rubber. These tires were made of chocolate. What?
0: Why would someone buy a chocolate
1: tire? Shh, she's going to explain.
2: When did you realize you were driving on chocolate tires?
0: I drove my car for like five minutes, and at a stoplight, the tires started melting in the sun. But wouldn't it be obvious you were driving on chocolate tires? Tires are black. Chocolate is brown.
1: Chocolate is sometimes white, too.
0: So? Tires aren't white. What about white wall tires? That's not what
1: these people thought they were buying.
2: We paid this not-so-sweet tire salesman a visit to slam his scam.
1: Okay, buckle up. Brenda's about to slam this dude's scam.
2: Excuse me, sir? Have you been selling your customers chocolate tires? Yeah, yeah, but read
3: the contract. The fine print says we reserve the right to
2: sell you tires made of chocolate. It's right in there. Sir, I doubt that's in the contract.
0: Sorry, I'm hung up on the chocolate tires. Why chocolate? If I was going to sell people fake new tires, I'd just use old tires, not chocolate. Shh!
2: With this tire man's lies and alibis screeching to a halt, we successfully slammed his scam. Guilty. Yes! She did it again.
0: Okay, but explain how the chocolate part works again. I mean, were they little chocolate chips formed into the shape of a tire or just a big chocolate circle? Oh, wait, we're back on. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. I'm Ryan.
1: I'm Bridget, and we help dollars make more sense. Let's hear today's question. Hi, my name is Caitlin. I'm nine years old. I live in San Diego, California. My question is, what's a Ponzi scheme? Oh, that is a really great question, Caitlin. And let's find out what inspired this one.
2: My dad and I were talking about the stock market and its average rate of return. He said there was no guarantee that the value would go up. He then mentioned if someone promised a high rate of return, it could be a Ponzi scheme. I didn't really understand it at all.
1: Wow. Okay. so it sounds like you and your dad talk about some pretty smart stuff Not sure I can explain all of it, but I'm going to try. So before we get into this Ponzi scheme that Caitlin's dad was talking about, let's talk about investments. Investing is using the money you already have to make more money. There are a lot of ways to do that. So, like, pretend someone has a great idea for an ice cream business. My big idea is that all the ice cream flavors will taste like pizza pepperoni, cheese,
2: pineapple and ham. I love that idea. I'll lend you the money you need to start your business. If you succeed, you can pay back this money I've loaned to you and some of your profits. It's a deal.
1: You won't regret it. Your rate of return is going to be huge. When people invest money, they hope they'll make money, that they'll get a return on their investment. Hey, Everyone is loving my pizza flavored ice creams. Sweet and savory together at last. And we're raking in the cash. Here's your share of the profits.
2: Bazinga, now that's a good investment.
1: But there's always a risk they'll lose everything they invested. Aw nuts. Looks like it was a bad idea to go all in on a meat lover's supreme ice cream flavor. I'm gonna have to close the business.
3: Investment!
1: No! That's how real investments go. Some are safer than others, but all investment comes with a risk. Now, a Ponzi scheme... That's a fake investment. People think they're investing in something, but they're actually being tricked. The leader of the Ponzi scheme isn't using that money for what they said. They're just keeping the money for themselves. So
0: if your pizza-flavored ice cream example turned out to be a Ponzi scheme, there would be no actual pizza-flavored ice cream being made at all.
1: None, which is a tragedy because it's a great idea.
0: Bridget, before we get into this episode, there's a secret I must confess.
1: A secret? What kind of secret?
0: My secret is, I didn't always struggle with money in the chaotic, bumbling manner audiences have come to love in seasons three through five of Million Bazillion. Quite the contrary. I was once a very rich man.
1: Really? Uh, I mean, really? Yes. And with
0: one investment folly, I lost my great wealth in a Ponzi scheme to a man named Ernie Tradeoff.
1: Ernie Tradeoff? I've heard of him. He convinced people to invest with him. But his investments were all lies. Instead, Ernie Tradeoff scammed people out of, like, billions of dollars.
0: Yes, including me. You see, dear Bridget, as a rich man, I owned shiny rings, an airplane's wings, and many other fancy things. But having so much money left me vulnerable to wanting more and more. I started investing my money unwisely. It all began in June of the year 2000.
1: I am so sorry, Ryan. I totally forgot. We need to take a quick break.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Uh, do what you need to do.
1: But it sounds like you know exactly what a Ponzi scheme is, so you can be our expert for this episode. So we'll hear Ryan's tale of woe and learn more about Ponzi schemes when we come back. And now it's time for Asking Random Kids Not-So-Random Questions. Today's question comes from Trip in Connecticut. The question is, what's an okay amount of allowance to get as a kid?
0: An okay amount of allowance to get as a kid is $9 a week. You can't get too much money
2: or else it wouldn't be fair. I think kids should get paid $505 a year because kids put in a lot of work. And sometimes they want to buy stuff with their own money. Probably like $20 a month. Then you get a lot of money in a short amount of time, but then you can decide if you want to save it or invest it. It shouldn't be a lot of money and it shouldn't be a little
0: money. You should get maybe like $5. A
1: million bazillion dollars. That was Asa in Maryland, Ava in Minnesota, Benjamin in Austin, and Melody, James, and Emiliano in California. This has been Asking Random Kids Not-So-Random Questions. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. Today, we're answering Caitlin's question, what is a Ponzi scheme? And Ryan was about to tell us a story about how he lost all his money in one. So where were we, Ryan? How'd you lose all your money in a Ponzi scheme? Actually, wait, back up even further— How did you have so much money in the first place?
0: Oh, uh, you remember the old commercial jingle for Granny Abby's frozen
1: beets? Oh, yeah. Granny Abby's frozen beets, heat them up for yummy eats.
0: Yes, that jingle. As a child actor, I sang that theme and got a little bit of money every time it played on TV, which was a lot. By the time I was 20 years old, I had, believe it or not, one million dollars in the bank. And that's when I met Ernie. I remember it like it was yesterday. There I was, strolling into a party on my Razor scooter, showing off my freshly frosted tips. Whoa, Ryan, sweet tips. Cool hair, dude. Thanks, just had my tips frosted today. It cost me so much
3: money, but truth is, I have so much money, I don't even know what to do with it. Excuse me. I couldn't help, but over here you have money to spare. Might I suggest you entrust some of it with my investment firm? Entrust it to an invest a what to who now? Like a company that handles investing in the market so that your money grows. That's how the rich get richer. They put their money to work and oh, uh, sorry i've given away valuable money tips here and i haven't even introduced myself name's ernie trade the best investor in the biz my returns are like literally unbelievable i'm ryan i'm a naive 20 year old dreamer nice to meet you ryan frosty tips my dude thanks i got most of my money in apple right now it's been working out pretty good for me they're developing some kind of phone that's smart sounds kind of cool you want my advice Pull your money out of Apple, it's too risky. Invest with me. I can offer you high returns with no risk. I can make you a 50% return on your investment, guaranteed. Whoa, sounds awesome, but I'm still not sure. Hmm, look, I don't have time for indecision. The wait list to invest with me is long, actually. You probably wouldn't even qualify.
1: Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. I might not know anything about money, but like I said, I got a lot of
3: money. I don't know what to do with. Well, I'm well known and well trusted in all the money circles. Everyone knows Ernie Tradeoff. Anyone who is cool has their money invested with Ernie. Well, you convinced me, Mr. Tradeoff. I'm pulling all my money out of Apple right now. Please let me invest it with you. Oh, okay. You convinced me. But here's the uh, routing number for your wire transfer. 78291 and just like that, I'd invested most of my
0: life savings with Ernie Tradeoff. From then on out, every time I called him, he'd tell me how great my investment was doing.
1: Were you ever suspicious that Ernie's whole operation was a scam?
0: Not until eight years later, when I went to visit him one day at his office. Hi, Ernie. Oh, hey, Ryan. What are you doing here? You said I could stop by the office anytime to check in on my investment. I'm curious where my money is.
3: Trust me. Your money is safe, and your investment is growing stronger
0: by the day. Wow, so even with that major financial crisis I've been reading about lately,
3: the value of my investment keeps going up? Yeah. uh, How? It's just that good of an investment. It never goes down, only goes up. Well, Ryan, thanks for stopping by.
0: Uh, That's not all, Ernie. I need to pull a little bit of money out. A
3: hundred thousand dollars for a down payment on a house. You want to pull money out for a house... Ryan, baby, real estate is way too risky. You should keep your money with me, it's way safer. I want to make money for you, but I can't do that if you don't give me anything to work with.
0: I've given you all my money to work with for eight years.
3: Yeah, and I've doubled it, tripled it, quadrupled it. So why can't I take a little out? Uh, The money computers are down. Besides, you need to let the rest mature, my dude. Mature into what? Mature into, uh, your money is tied up right now in a big deal. An important deal. It's too complicated for you to understand. Your investments with me are worth a ton, trust me. But if you keep your money in, it'll be worth even more. Paul, how's it going? Hey, Ernie. Come on in. Ryan, this is Paul, a new investor. I got that $100,000 check and I'm ready to invest with you. Super. Hey, Ryan. Great news. $100,000 of your investment has matured, so I can send that over to you. It's not from Paul, by the way. It's your investment money, not Paul's money, just to be clear.
1: So when did you know for sure Ernie was stealing from you?
0: Not until a year later. I ran into him on the street. He was being put into a cop car by police officers. 10,
3: 25. Ernie, what's the matter? Is everything okay? Ride guy, baby, everything's great. These cops are buddies of mine. I told them I always wanted to take a special ride for fun in the backseat of a cop car. So they arranged this surprise for me. Thanks, cops. Mr. Kradoff, to be clear, I am not your buddy. This is not a special ride for fun. You are under arrest for fraud and have the right to remain silent. Ernie, my investments, are any of them real? No, there are no investments. The computers aren't even hooked up. Some of them aren't even computers, they're just cardboard boxes painted gray. Wait, wait. What happened to the money I gave you? I spent it on luxury cowboy boots. It's my weakness. Hey, it's, it's, it's me, Paul. I, I came as soon as I heard the news. Oh, hi Paul. Er, er, Ernie, what, what happened to the money I gave you? I gave it to Ryan to make him think his investment was doing well. So whose money is in my account? Another investor named Peter. Ernie, you robbed Paul to pay me and robbed Peter
0: to pay Paul?
3: Yeah, I guess you could put it that way.
0: All right, pal, get in.
1: Wow, then what happens?
0: Ernie was tried, found guilty, and went to jail. Turns out I was just one victim of his Ponzi scheme. He was taking my money to make it look like other people's investments were doing well, and taking their money to make it look like my investments were doing well. And whatever money he wasn't juggling around was going into his own pocket.
1: Oh, so when Paul invested with him and he suddenly was able to give you a big payout from your investment, That was just because he suddenly had Paul's money to use.
0: Exactly. And he always had money around to make you think your investment was working. But if too many people tried to take out too much money at one time, his whole plan would collapse. And eventually, like all Ponzi schemes, it did. So what happened after that? I never saw my money again. Never heard from Ernie either. Too bad. He was a nice guy. I liked him a lot. I just wish he hadn't stolen all my money.
2: If you'd have called me, I could have helped you slam his scam. Brenda
1: Hammer from Scam Slammers, my favorite show? What are you doing here? What are you doing up in that
2: tree? When I'm not slamming a scam, I linger in public parks just waiting for people to talk about being scammed so I can step in and help.
3: Wow,
2: that
0: was like watching a small and elegant bobcat fall flat on its face. And now...
1: I'm going to go over
2: all the classic signs of a Ponzi scheme that you missed. Wait, we have to go to a break?
1: Man, I really got to get better about
2: timing these things. But
1: when we come back, we'll learn some classic signs of a Ponzi scheme.
0: Okay, so welcome back to Million Bazillion. Today we're talking about Ponzi schemes here in this public park with consumer advocate and midday television superstar Brenda Hammer. Brenda, I think, lives in trees or at least spends a lot of time in their branches. And she's going to tell us how to spot a Ponzi scheme.
2: I'm going to slam that
1: scam and teach you how to do it, too. Brenda, I am such a huge fan of all the scams you've slammed. You're a fan of the scams? No, I said that wrong. I'm a fan of
2: you slamming the scams. I'll be keeping my eye on you. But you, Ryan, you've got to be a little bit more wily about the people you're investing your money with.
0: Tell me about
2: it. You fell for a classic Ponzi scheme, and all the signs were there. Let me tell you exactly what you missed. With the help of my trusty handbell, if someone promises that their investment idea is going to make you more money than investments usually do, it could be a sign of a scam.
3: Sorry, I've given away valuable money tips here, and I haven't even introduced myself. Name's Ernie Tradeoff, the best investor in the biz. My returns are like literally unbelievable.
2: Normal investing won't usually double or triple your money. So you're saying investments never make you a lot of money? Some investments could have higher returns, but that also comes with more risk. And I ain't talking about no board game. If someone promises high returns with no risk that you'll lose all your money, that's another sign of a Ponzi scam.
3: You want my advice? Pull your money out of Apple. It's too risky. Invest with me. I can offer you high returns with no risk.
2: Remember, kids, if someone says no risk, you say no way.
1: Oh, that bell. I can actually feel my brain
2: ringing. Another thing. Most investments will return less money if there are other problems in the economy like a recession or a financial crisis. That's what all those squiggly money charts on TV keep track of. If returns don't dip when the economy does, that could be another sign you're dealing with a Ponzi scheme scammer.
3: It's just that good of an investment. It never goes down, only goes up.
2: If an investment sounds too good to be true, then it probably is.
0: Yep, I fell for one that was too good to be true. Looking back I'm not uh... done.
2: Here's another big one. If an investment is too complicated to understand or the people running the investment won't share information with you, walk the other way.
3: Your money is tied up right now in a big deal. An important deal It's too complicated for you to understand.
2: If understanding your investment feels like trying to solve the riddle from a bridge troll, That's another sure sign of a Ponzi scam.
3: Wow.
0: Really should have seen it coming.
2: Well, now your listeners can at least. Tell them to listen back to your tale of woe and see if they can identify all the warning signs of a Ponzi scam. So, Brenda, most of our listeners aren't old enough to make investments on their own. True. But Ponzi schemes are just one kind of scam to look out for. As long as people have had money, scammers have been trying to take it. And with the Internet, it's easier than ever to scam. I personally don't even have an Internet. I get all my information from behind trees. So what kind of other scam red flag should our listeners look out for now? Oh boy, where do I start? The first sign is... Oh wait,
1: we've got to take a water break. We'll be right back. (laughs)
0: Uh, We're back, and uh, we're well hydrated. Back again with Brenda Hammer, who's teaching us all about scams and
2: uh, arguing with a squirrel. Those peanuts are mine, not yours, Thomas. I'll tell you how I know the difference. My peanuts are shelled. Uh, scams,
0: including the ones that our listeners might come across sooner rather than later. So, Brenda, I have another question. In that show you did about chocolate tires, how were people able to drive on the chocolate tires?
1: Ryan, please stay focused on the subject of the episode. Brenda, you
2: were going to share some other tips for avoiding scams for our listeners. Oh boy, don't get me started. Whether you live in a mansion or live amongst the trees like me, you could fall victim to a scam. Here are a few of the most common ones. If someone texts you a link, don't just click on it, especially if you don't know the sender, or even if it is someone you know but they seem to be acting strangely.
1: Oh, hey, it's a
2: text message from our friend Gladys.
1: She runs a hardware store we haven't heard from her in a while. Oh, weird. She says she's changed her life by investing in crypto, and I should click this link so I can invest too. She never struck me as a crypto type.
2: Slam that scam. Hey, my phone! It might look like it's from Gladys, but it sounds suspicious to me. That might not be Gladys at all. That link could corrupt your device with malicious malware. Mal means bad. And here's another one. If someone calls you a text you you asking for your social security number, credit card number, bank account numbers, or passwords, don't give them a thing. It's a sure sign of a scam. They're just fishing for information. Fishing? Like on a boat? Yes, but spelled with a PH, like phony, or phoenix, or... Pharrell. And if someone tries to offer you a great prize if you share a little bit of personal information, don't do it.
0: Hold on, uh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Mm-hmm. I don't recognize this number at all. Hello?
1: Congratulations, Mr. Perez. You've been selected to win a marvelous vacation package.
0: Bridget, Brenda, uh, totally off-topic from the scam thing. It appears I've won some kind of contest I don't even remember entering and will be receiving a very nice prize. Uh, this is coming just in time for me. Uh, hello? Uh, how do I claim my vacation?
2: We just need your social security
0: number. Oh, sure thing. It's 2-4- four... Don't
2: give them any info. It's a scam. Give me that phone. Hello? Your scam has been slammed. Don't call back.
0: Hey, my flip phone.
2: That cost $30, Brenda. You were on your phone too much anyway. Try taking in nature for once. Be like me. Talk to a tree. Whisper your secrets into their bark.
1: Wow, okay, so it seems like there are a lot of ways for people to be scammed that aren't just Ponzi schemes.
0: Yeah, including that chocolate tires thing that I still have a lot of questions about.
1: But unfortunately, we're out of time. Thanks for telling us all about scams, Brenda. Can we get a selfie with you? Sure, but this better not be some kind of a scam. Oh, no, it's just a selfie. Say cheese. Okay, how about one now where we all hold up the front and back of our credit cards? What?
2: I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's it's a little scam humor. Uh... Scams are serious, Bridget. Scams are not for jokes. Maybe you need a time out to look at a tree. We'll be right back.
1: I'm Eli from Phoenix, Arizona, with some money jokes. What was the football coach yelling to the vending machine that ate his money? Give me my quarterback. What comes with a tail and a head, but it's not an animal? A coin. Bye. Okay, welcome back to the show. So I know this episode hits close to home for you, Ryan, seeing as how you lost all your money in a Ponzi scheme. Uh, what would you say we learned about them today?
2: Well, I think we learned the lesson... I think we learned that Ponzi schemes... Oh, Brenda, you're still here. Yes, wherever scams are being discussed, there I shall be also. Ponzi schemes involve a scam at taking money, saying that they will invest it, but just pocketing it. Like sometimes how tree squirrels take my peanuts for themselves. But Ponzi schemes are just one kind of scam you got to look out for in this world. When it comes to your money, you got to be careful about who and what you believe. Thanks, Brenda. We've got it from here.
1: Since the beginning of people having money, others have tried to get some of that money through dishonest means. But don't be afraid to invest your money. When you get to the age, you can do that. Just make sure you do your homework on what you're investing in, know the risks, and don't invest more than you can afford to lose. And remember, it's possible to lose a lot or all of your money in a totally honest investment.
0: That's right. And it's never too early to practice avoiding scams, whether you invest or not. Don't believe everything you hear, especially if it sounds too good to be true. Always check in with your grown-up if someone's asking for personal information. And don't be ashamed if you get tricked. It really does happen to the best of us.
2: Wait a minute. You haven't truly learned something until you've learned it in song. There's people out there who are not being true There's people out there who want to scam you They'll put on a big show and tell you Step right up Step right up Step right up and listen to a promise of great riches. If you've got some money, let me toss you a few pitches. A quick and easy cash secret oh, I can't wait to tell you. And if you fall for that one, well, I've got a bridge to sell you. Is multi-level marketing schemes and scams of confidence. The Spanish prisoner or the rich Nigerian prince. They'll promise easy payouts for a little cash advance. But you better buy it now, because this may be your only chance. But they're so full of baloney. you got a Learn to spot a bony Like a varietal of Ponzi that's called a pyramid scheme. It works just like a Ponzi, but you have to form a team of recruits, pay by recruits, pay by recruits, one layer under. Until it falls apart and dreams of wealth and torn asunder. There are many scams just like it, so it pays to be on guard. Money's rarely earned so easy, it's more often earned quite hard. But it's easier to keep if you don't fall for frauds and cheats. These are lessons Brenda's learned in the parks and in the streets. Hey, wait a minute, Thomas. Stop stealing my sandwich. That's my sandwich! Chase that squirrel! Go on to him! He can't get far on foot! Okay, wow, so we are uh, chasing a squirrel through the park? This show is completely off the rails. I think your show is just starting to make sense.
0: Oh no, now the squirrels are chasing after us! Hundreds of squirrels coming
2: after us! The tables have turned! Brenda, what do we do? Quick, I know an underground tunnel that'll get us out.
1: (sighs) Oh, we need it all safe. Brenda, thanks for helping us out today. It's been interesting. When
2: you see a scam, you gotta say wham bam. No, thank you, ma'am. You gotta slam that.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Million Bazillion. If you have a question you want answered, please send it to us at our website, marketplace.org slash million.
0: Sign up for our email newsletter if you haven't subscribed already. You can do that at our website, too. Then you'll know every time we've got a new episode out and get some conversation starters so you can keep those money talks going.
1: Next week, we're going to take a little break, but we'll be back with all new episodes of Million Bazillion the weeks after. Consider listening to your favorite episode of this show while you wait.
0: Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace from American Public Media. This episode was written and hosted by me, Ryan Perez. Bridget Bodner is my co-host and the director of podcasts at Marketplace.
1: This episode was also voiced by Kimberly Adams, Sabree Beneshore, Samantha Field, Lily Jamali, Chris Julin, Matt Levin, Francesca Levy, Jeff Peters, and Daniel Shen.
0: Jasmine Romero is our editor. Courtney Bergseeker is our producer. Nilu Shabandi is our intern. Our sound designer is Chris Julin. Becca Weinman mixed this episode.
1: Our theme music was created by Wonderly. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital at Marketplace. Neil Scarborough is the vice president and general manager.
0: Million Bazillion is funded in part by the Cy Sims Foundation, partnering with organizations and people working for a better and more just future since 1985. And special thanks to the Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and Next Gen Personal Finance for providing the startup funding for this podcast and continuing to support Marketplace in our work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy.
1: If Million Bazillion is helping your family have important conversations about money, consider making a one-time donation today at marketplace.org give million. And thanks for your support.